0: So back to this. So we're going to talk about something that no one really wants to talk about, and is heavy to talk about, and is annoying to talk about, and is sometimes even a little bit dark to talk about, but we have to talk about it, because...
1: Oh yeah, I'm scared
0: for you about it. What? I'm scared for you about Don't be afraid. I'm safe. Um, so why am I... I'm going to say a little bit about it before I actually say what it is. Okay. Uh, Suspense, suspense is good, right? So here's the thing, okay? You know how you could talk to someone, you know how you could explain something to someone but they have no idea what you're talking about? Like they're like so not in your like world. I had this the other day when I was trying to explain the concept of like Caleb and like or like vessels and light and like you create vessels by actions that you do and then it gets filled up with this light, with this energy and that's how you grow. And the person was like, what vessels? Like where do you, what are you talking about? Like there was no concept, right? There was no, because it's such a foreign, it's such a foreign language to them, the spirituality and all of these things is such a foreign language to them, right? So there was no concept. Guys, are you with me? Yes. yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or should I whip out my uh, no. Ritalin? Because I'm having a hard time I
1: could have some new room. you want some of your
0: I don't, I don't have I never say relate. no to
1: drugs, to What? <laughs> said,
0: what would you say? I said I never say
1: no to drugs, but that's a lie. Uh, I- I- okay, <laughs> we can talk way? about that after class.
0: We'll talk about that after class.
2: <laughs> all right. So,
0: but we'll talk about it. <laughs> so here's the thing. When you talk to people that understand what you're talking about, it's a different level of conversation. When you talk to people that have ears to hear you, it's not that they physically have the ears, they have the skills, they have the understanding, they have the know, know it, knowledge to know what you're talking about. Okay, if you come to a first grader and you start explaining to them long division, they have the ears, they hear the, the volume, they, 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 can, they can hear you speak, they see your lips move, but understanding what you're saying, not really. Right? they can't really grasp, they can't really understand so they have the ears but it falls on deaf, it falls on deaf ears Right? That's the, that's the idea of falling on deaf ears and when Hashem does things in the world He does them for, He communicates, this is how we have it from Navi after the fact that we have no more Naviim after the 48 Naviim, the last Navi that we had in our history after that Hashem said I will communicate with you from, from now on through episodes, through happenings, through things that happen in the world, that's my communication to you, Jewish people. Because you're the ones that I'm talking to. You're the ones that have the ears to hear me. The thing is, is that really, most of the Jewish people, sadly, in 2022, today, don't have the ears to hear God. They hear the news, and they hear what's going on, but they don't understand really what's going on really what's behind the terrorist, uh, the terrorists getting caught or the, the, the terrorist acts of terrorism that, that, that are going on. Really, they see the acts of terrorism. They see the news reportings. They see the deaths. They see the pictures of the people that died. al HaZatzan. And that's where they stop. But Hashem does these things in the world. Like Hashem has, you know, these evil messengers in the world do what they do. In order for the people that have the ears to hear the messages. And who are the people that have the ears to hear the messages? Who? I don't need
2: to have ears.
0: You don't need to have ears. What does that mean? What,
2: you what do you mean?
0: Ignorance it's bliss. She's bliss. She's saying the truth. She's just being straight up, okay? Because that's what everyone feels. I
2: don't think that's true. I, what do you mean? Think that's I don't think ignorance no, is bliss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that it's if anything it's, it's worse, than. it's like the worst thing to have. Right, why? Worse, but still do it. Like, I know, I'm just saying that, that people the, people the, the statement ignorance and bliss isn't right because I think that if you're because so ignorant, like how are you supposed to be a functioning member of society?
0: So if someone's knocking on your door, and you don't answer. And they knock louder. And you don't answer. And this happens to me when, when we were growing up on Halloween. We grew up in a very secular area, and my mother would hush us every thirty seconds, because we couldn't breathe in the house, because otherwise we would have to give out candy, and we wouldn't give out candy to for Halloweeners. So what happens when, you, when you're quiet, and they knock, and they knock louder, and they know they they know that you're home? What ends up happening? Go away. Eventually. But at first, what do they do? Knock Knock and knock and knock 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 and knock louder and louder and louder. And perhaps they'll go around the back end and they'll knock on the back door. When someone needs to get in, okay, they're going to do whatever it takes to get in. They're going to knock and it's going to get louder and louder. So I can put up shutters. And I could put cotton in my ears and I could put blinders on my eyes and I can say, I don't want to hear, I don't want to know. And if I do, I'll just be like, oh, sending prayers. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I don't really want to hear the message. But if I don't hear the message, the knock will get louder and the knock will get closer to home. And what we're, what we're saying right now is that we cannot turn a blind eye from current events. Because we're the only ones that have the ears to hear Hashem's knocking on our door. We're the only ones that have the ears, the capacity, the knowledge, the history, the knowing to understand, to translate the messages through the, through the filters of Zohar and through the filter, filters of Navi, through the filters of Torah, to understand what's really going on here behind the scenes, behind the curtains, from a spiritual standpoint. It can't be that these peoples, these, these brothers of ours, it can't be that their heads were axed off a few days ago, and we just sit here, 25 minutes, a half hour from where this happened, and just be like, la 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 la. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear. It can't be, because if that is, then the knock will get closer and louder, and we can't afford any more orphans. Because in the last three days we've had we have sixteen orphans. That's not counting the orphans that we've had from that we have from the last two weeks. We are right now on a wave of anti-Semitism in the world around the world. Right now, I just got a message of a uh, in Boston on Independence Day. There, Israel's Independence Day. Yom HaTzmaut. They went to, a a few Israelis went to a rally. They went to something and they came out and a group of Muslims were waiting for them and they beat the life out of them. Bloody. So the world is responding viciously to the Jew and to the Jewish people and to the state of Israel and to the land of Israel. And us, the Jew that lives in the land of Israel that has the knowing, the understanding, the filters, because we've been trained since we're little to learn to understand what the meaning is behind the acts, what the meaning is behind the scenes. We're the ones that can make the difference. We're the ones in the driver's seat. We're the captains. Yeah.
2: I feel like as much, I agree with what you're saying, I just think that it's very hard to to really know what Hashem is really doing behind the scenes. Like, as much as we have the ears to hear it, like, I don't think, like, we can really be the ones to say, like, this happened because of this, because we're not doing this. Like, I think I think it's not in our place, like, we don't have that intellectual capacity to be able to do that.
0: So what would you suggest? What would you suggest think, where I there's a threat of every single uh,
2: person should try to better themselves and have, of trying to help the world. I don't think you can blame, like, oh, because we aren't serious, people are dying in terrorist attacks. I think that's where it comes into play, where it's just not, I think that's just, like, how are you, how are you, who are you to say that? How
0: did you know that from what I said?
2: I just think, because you were saying how, how, um, how we have the capabilities to hear what Hashem's saying, and I think, like, when I hear that, I think a lot of, like, I, like, I've heard many times, like, 9-11 happened because, because the Jews were, had, like, seen us clean up, whatever it is, I don't know, but I'm making that up, but, like, I've heard that type of stuff, and I think, like, I don't when you were talking, I just kept thinking about that, and I just think that that doesn't work. Like, it doesn't, like, I don't think it, I don't think that's, like, it doesn't help because
1: things keep happening. And then, and then it's like, well, we've been working and we've been... Tra- like, people that say that Mehran happened because women aren't covering their hair properly. That's a ridiculous thing to say, that 40 innocent people were trampled because a woman's not covering her hair. I don't think that we are... The good, even the good in our generation are not half as wise as the good in the times of the Mishnah, who were able to say that, like, things are happening because they had they, they They knew what was happening. Happening. Right. They they understood what was happening in Shammai and gave us messages. But now in our generation, where we're becoming disconnected from, I guess like the head, because we're coming close to a physical Mashiach, which is like the kind of like Yerida L'Zar We can't really be in our society saying that that terror and things are happening because of stuff that we're doing. All we can do is be do our best to be better individually. Exactly. Perfect. Yes? Um, do we do like, uh, like, I guess, know i something it, I understand why, like, I do like, know what, uh, happened. Like, is it, is
0: Okay, so, I'm very happy that you all said what you said, because I feel like interpretation is is, 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 crucial.
1: Girls,
0: you can just take this outside. It's not a problem. Take it outside. It's a bug. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you took care of it? Yeah. Take care of the bug. Okay. All right. Um, let me know if you need my help. I'm great at it. Actually, um, so I love what you said.
2: Uh. <laughs> it was
0: Okay, so wait, I'm gonna take care of this. Bob. It's gone, it's gone. It's gone? Yeah,
1: it's been so pieces.
0: okay, good, fine. So let's focus, let's refocus. Why is it important that you said what you said? Because that's naturally where people take this Torah, they take this Torah in a direction of, oh, so you're telling me that a terrorist. Did what, it, did what he did, and so many Jews died in the last two weeks, you know, random people that were walking down the street in the land of Israel, and there were axed, and that were shot, and that were stabbed, um, and that, you're telling me, happened because of my sins. Is that what you're telling me? And you're telling me that it happened because I'm not covering my hair, because I'm not smith enough, or because I'm not, enough, or because I don't, I'm, I'm not good with Avas Pinam, with, uh, with loving everyone. So that's not a fair statement. That's what you're saying, right? That's not... So that's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. This is what we're saying. Because I, I know that angle, and I've heard that angle, and the angle that we're learning, that we're learning that it says clearly that Hashem speaks to us, when I say Hashem speaks to us because we're the ones that have ears, it's not that we are the ones responsible for the deaths, and we are the Jewish, the frum people, the religious people, the Torah-knowing people are the ones that are responsible for all the pain in the world. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that there is a lot of pain and evil in the world. And yes, the pain and evil in the world is only able to, to lift a finger against anything or anyone because it nurses from... The, yes, and nurses from a virus of the Jewish nation as a whole. But what I'm saying here is that, what the Torah is saying here, is that the ones that have ears, the ones that can understand, the ones that know that Hashem is behind all of this, and that Hashem has a plan behind all of this, and that Hashem is doing all of this, is the, are the ones that are in the driver's seat. It's not that it's our fault, but it's our responsibility. That's what I'm saying. It's not my fault. Could be that I have a little, God forbid, God forbid, a, a something because of my lashen hara, because of my sin, of sin because of my, my bad mitos, Okay, It could be that I have some kind of something in the, in, in the happenings that are happening to the Jewish people as a whole, but it's not my fault. It's my responsibility because nobody else is taking the responsibility because nobody knows to take the responsibility. Nobody knows the, what to what do.
1: God, what is
0: our so here's, those are the good questions. These are educated questions. It says that Mordechai goes to sleep. Has a dream, the Medrash says he has a dream and he sees what's going on in Shemayim and he sees the the amount of of errors that the Jewish people did at the the party, okay? They see and that adds up in Shemayim and he's there in Shemayim and he sees the, the whole thing that's going on And he sees the judgment that is now written upon the Jewish people because of their actions Okay, so you have Jewish people all around the world Doing things, they could not even know that they're Jewish. I'm talking about people that don't even know that they're Jewish. I grew up in a building where people on my floor that had a a family, an African-American family, that the mother was white and she was Jewish. She looked Italian. She acted like an Italian. She had a few African-American husbands and they had a bunch of kids, okay? They had like four apartments on that floor and they were all Jewish. And you would never in your life... Think, ever, okay, that Justin and Jason and all of those are Jewish, okay, because they do not look Jewish. Act, not, I'm talking about those Jews, I'm talking about Jews that have no idea, that have Jews that know that they're Jewish, but it means nothing to them, Jews that know that they're Jewish, but they go to shul once a year, and Yom Kippur, they drive, they Jews. I'm talking about all walks of Jews all around the world, all of the Jewish people as a whole. I don't know the percentage, but a huge chunk don't know anything about translating the episodes that happen in the world, about understanding Hashem's language. They don't know anything. But when we learn Torah and we understand, Hashem speaks to us very, very clear, clearly in the Nevuos, in the Nevuos of the Holocaust, in the Nevuos of all the very, very, very dark times in the Jewish history, Hashem says it very, very clearly. It's because of the sinna between you. It's because of the lashon hara between you. Bottom line, it's very simple. We know this. Which means every generation that the the temple wasn't rebuilt in their days, in that time, it's as if it was destroyed in that time. And we know what destroys the Beis HaMikdash. It's Seneschinam. It's Seneschinam. That's what destroys the Beis HaMikdash. And Hashem is talking to us. And he's saying, oh my God, we're "We're seeing more bloodshed and more bloodshed. So we say, one second, so Mordecai wakes up from his dream in the morning. And then it says, And Mordecai yadai Mashanasa.'" And Mordechai knew everything what went on. And what does what the second, next pasuk say? He puts on sackcloth and ashes and he prays and he cries and he gets the children together and he gets people to do tshuva. Why? Because he had the understanding that nobody else had. No one else even knew about this. No one else even knew what Muhammad was plan- planning at that time. Everybody was waking up and having a regular day. All the Jews that went to the party woke up the next morning and had a regular week, two weeks, three weeks, normal. normal. They didn't know about what was going on behind closed doors. They didn't know about the evil decree that was in the making. They didn't know about any of that. But Molochai did. How does call Mashanasa? How does he know? He knows because he has the ears and he has the eyes and he has the understanding and he has the knowing and he's connected to the secrets behind what's going on on the front lines. He knows the, the strings that are being pulled in the back and why they're being pulled this way. And how does he know that? From his Torah knowing, from his, from his, from his connection to Torah and to Hashem and to Avodah. Yeah, how does that help us today?
1: when I mean, you don't have anyone who can
0: receive So that's the thing. Hashem says, I'm doing things in the world today, things like what is going on here in Israel, things like what's going on in America, things like the anti-Semitism that's on the rise and all the, the killings and everything that's going on. He says, I'm doing, I'm doing that, Hashem says, I do that in the world because the Jewish people need to love each other. Because what happens when we are, God forbid, He says very, very clearly, He says, what happens when we gossip and we hate on each other and we fight with one another and we spread rumors and we spread lies and we have that whole thing, that whole friction thing going on, what happens is that we literally create what, what we learned all year, we create bad malachim. We create bad forces. And where do all these terrorists get their energy from? Where do they get their fuel from? Where do they get their chutzpah I mean, to lift up the, the Tomer Devorah, exactly. Where do they get... Where? where it's good that you're reading the Tomer Devorah. It's amazing. Good for you. I
1: wanted a different
0: perspective on life. Yes. Good for you. Somebody's alive. She wants another perspective on life. And so, where? Right? Where, where, how, how do they have the chutzpah? To, the chutzpah? How do they have, how, do they, how is it possible that a filthy, nasty para-Adam, okay, can lift a finger on a, on a holy yid, like the eden that were killed this, this past week? How? Did you read about these Jews? Did you read about their actions? Did you read about the people that they were high in the Beautiful people that preached avasfinam, preached love of other people. How? How does a filthy piece of Garbage like that, a murderer, lift a finger in such a holy light. How is that even possible? Because they are are literally, it says in the Torah, that they are para-adam. Now, when I want to describe something, for example, I have my keys here, right? And I want to now describe this key. So I would say, my car key, or my key, is black. Okay? So I would first say the noun, key, and then I would use an adjective to describe it. Black. Okay, a verb, to, uh, an adjective to describe it, black. In the Torah where it says pere adam, it should say adam pere. First you say the noun, and then you describe it. But in the Torah does isn't. It says first the noun, which is the pere, which is the ishmael, who is the golas that we're in right now, the final gallus called Gauls ishmael. The way it's described in the Torah, they are, they look human, they have eyes, ears, nose, mouth, legs, arms, right, they look human, but really their noun, their their essence is parrot, which means animal, which means a a type of animal, and then, and the way the animal is described as an adam, meaning they have a human form, but they're, in essence, that's how they can hate so much, that's how they can be so evil, because their creations, obviously not every single one of them, but the ones that are after blood, the ones that, that have no problem axing somebody's head off, okay, in front of his child, have no problem doing such evil, evil acts. That doesn't come, that's not a human being, that's the Satan, that's the, that they're demons. These demons have hands and legs and feet and a face. And I'm not talking about the whole Muslim society. I'm talking about the ones that, ha- that are vicious enough like this. They're demons. They're demons in human bodies. And these demons can only touch us, can only touch us if we give them food, if you fuel them, if the Jewish people give them fuel. The Zohar explains, he explains that they are literally, the nurse from the Jewish people's Eros. Now, hello, 99% of the Jewish people don't know they're Jewish and they don't care, and they're they don't they have no connection, they don't they don't know anything. They're marrying shiksas and they're having their the assimilation is like at a rise, and it, most of the people don't know Torah, don't know anything, okay? The the tiny amount of from Jews and within the from community, I'm talking about the ones I care, the ones that care about, that care about the Jewish people, that care about Hashem, that care about doing mitzvahs. I'm not saying that we always do mitzvahs and they never do averus. Ones that care, that want to grow, that want to better themselves, that try and fail and talk to Hashem and gaven chakras and choppers and get it back up. those, I'm talking about those people, those are the ones which is you, otherwise you wouldn't be sitting in these classes all the year, and you, the ones that are listening to this recording, otherwise you wouldn't be here listening to this recording, those are the ones that have the ears those are the ones that have the the capacity to get into the driver's seat and drive us the hell out of this situation. Because if we don't wake up, if we, the ones that can make a difference, the ones that keep Shabbos, not because somebody's going to chop our heads off, because they want to, because they care to, because they understand that they're connected to God and to the Jewish people and to the lineage and to where we come from and to what it means and to the land of Israel and our history and our future. Those are the ones that have the ears. And again, I'm not talking about the fact that it's, our, it's because it's our fault. It's not our fault. It's not necessarily our fault at all. It could be that they're nursing off of tons and tons and tons of a virus that are people that don't even know that they're doing a virus. But it's, we're the only ones that can get us out of this situation. And yeah, it's a, it's a heavy price to pay. And Sarah has a point when she says they're going to end his bliss. But would you rather be the captain? Would you rather be the leader? Would you rather be Moses? Would you rather be someone that comes into the world and plays a very, very, very important position? Or would you rather be someone that sits on the sidelines and doesn't know what's going on and doesn't even understand the game? But clearly, we were chosen. You know, I was born in a family that there was no Torah. And it's just I never heard of the word Hashem until I was in fourth grade. Didn't know what Shema was till I was in fourth grade or anything that had to do with Judaism. But Hashem clearly picked me out of a crowd of another 25 people that were with me. They all went on their ways and all of them, I think most of them are, you know, totally secular today, have no connection to anything. Right? And He picked me out and He put me on the path where I had to hear and I had to learn and I had to now be responsible. So, Yeah. We're in the driver's seat. And what that means, practically, being in the driver's seat, what that practically means is that when these things happen, we don't, A, turn a blind eye. We take not a moment of silence. We take a mincha, a shachris, a mayrev, an act of chesed, any kind of act of purity, and we dedicate it to their souls, and we dedicate it to our soul? To be able to be strong enough to sit in the driver's seat. To be able to be strong enough to be, to spread Torah wherever we can go. To spread light wherever we go, even if it's a drop of light a day. Because I have the, the knowing, the knowledge, I have the leaders, I have the understanding. If I spread a drop of light, it's bigger than a lot of what people are doing in a lifetime. Because. Sending a prayer, you know, when the people say like, oh my gosh, that's horrible, sending prayers to Israel, you know, and then they put their Instagram pages with like um, flag of Israel. And that's solidarity and that's nice. But practically, in order to avoid another shooting, another stabbing, another, right now, as we're speaking, right now, right before I came into class, I got another 17 messages of different um, terrorists, um, uh what's it called? A not attacks, but uh, acts. What? Attempts, thank you. Terrorist attempts. A bus they threw bottles of fire, uh, you know, where they throw it and it turns into it's gasoline inside and they light it and they throw it. They threw like yeah, what are they called? those. They threw it out a bus full of Israelis just now, right before I came into the class. Another, another soldier was stabbed, sitting in his thing yesterday, last night, yeah. outside of a Damascus Gate, and, and this this beating in Boston. and I mean, the Jewish people are, are like, we're in a state. We're in a state. Today, there, no, there was barely anyone there. Normally, it's like packed with people. People are scared. People are scared to walk down the street. People are scared to go out. People are scared, you know, I'm getting my gun license soon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mhm. So, yeah. so, so you getting someone to light candles on Friday is way more than me getting a gun license. You get that? That's a bigger shmirah than any gun and any anything like that can do. That is the shmirah. That is the shmirah. Chesed, tefillah is the shmirah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, first of all, I think. Like, what you said about, like, posting on the media and saying what's wrong. I think that is important because it spreads awareness. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, be with Israel. But it is actually be with Israel because not everyone is on these Jewish news apps because it's too hard for them. When they're scrolling through Instagram and they see it on the screen, they're like, oh, crap, that actually happened. Right. Then they'll go and they'll say to him, and like,
0: that's important. Yes. And that needs to happen. 100%. If it's, it would be great if they prayed. But just to say, you know, sending prayers... It's important no. to spread awareness. When yeah,
1: people see it, they, I mean, I think they tend yeah. to say at least one piece of talent. Um, and then my right. the other question was, why is it like happening now all of a sudden? Like this whole year, like yeah, we've heard about a few things, but in the past month or since before Pesach, it's been way more. Like, yeah, and everyone very says it's very like Ramadan, wrong. but what is that? But what Ramadan ended. Like why? Why now is it? every
0: other day, or every day you hear about
1: one or two attacks. Why is it, guys? No, isn't not like, did something happen? Just on it? Well, yes, is I, there I think everyone's so like, Ramadan, on the Ramadan, what's going on now?
2: Okay. Is it
1: happens every year.
0: What did you say? It's, it's
1: like, oh, it's not just Ramadan, ordered. Ramadan's over. Just because Ramadan's over, Ramadan was like, the fire, I'm just saying, whether it's warm or like also, guys, like the black people start stabbing more, and it gets warmer outside because they get more bored. So oh, they could just be kind of nicer weather, they want to be outdoors, and then they get bored, and then they <laughs> kill some Jews because <laughs> they're they on, mission. on, the they're on that, a mission. Right, they're on a mission. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true because
2: they have nothing to do with them now. Like they're
0: not in school anymore.
1: It's always it's usually teens that end up doing it. See, that's what happened in COVID. COVID. I that's very anyway. it it's usually. So this is what we're
0: saying. Guys, this is what we're saying. I want to stay focused because you guys can talk about all the political stuff afterwards. What my job here is to do is to say, is to keep us focused. It's not the shlichim that matter. It's not whether he was this this demon was in a uh, you know a, a teenager body or a 35-year-old body or a 25-year-old. It doesn't matter who was the Shariach. The idea is, is that the fact that it's happening now on a much larger scale and a much more... intense scale, on a spiritual level, I'll answer you, on a spiritual level, it's happening because there's a rule of thumb, and the rule of thumb goes as follows. When the nations of the world, because there's, okay, the rule of thumb is, every single generation, there's a nation that comes upon us that wants to eradicate the Jewish people. Every single generation, since the Jewish people have been on the scene, 3,300 years ago. That's number one. Number two, whenever, the rule of thumb goes like this, whenever they try to attack us, and a Whenever they try to attack our souls, which means, don't be Jewish, don't do Prismila, don't do Shabbos, don't do Rosh Chodesh, come be like me, be a Greek. Our reaction has to be the reaction of fighting, war, physical fighting. Mila Hashem let's destroy them, the Yavanin, the Jews against the Yavanim. Okay? Ma'atim against the Robin. That's the reaction. When they come against our soul, against our Torah, against our heritage, our reaction has to be a physical reaction. When they come against us, when they come, they attack us because they'll attack us. In every generation, they attack us. When they attack our bodies, meaning they come and they attack the Jew. It doesn't matter if, you're, if your mom's Jewish, your dad's Jewish, just like in the Holocaust. If your dad was Jewish and your mom wasn't, you're on the train. If, you're part of, if you have any Jewish blood in you, you're on that train. We don't care if you're secular or religious. We don't care what you are. You're Jewish. When they come to attack the actual physical Jew, the reaction must be, and this is the answer to all of this, and this is what I'm talking to us about the entire class. This is the final. This is the clincher. So listen up. When they attack our bodies, when they're coming to attack the Jewish nation, our reaction must be a spiritual one, which means when they're attacking our Gulf our neshama has to respond. When they're attacking our neshama, our guf has to respond. Our neshama responding means it's not enough to fight back fire with fire. It's not enough to have soldiers out there going to the uh, terrorists' uh, families and destroying their homes, which is what they're doing, which I'm not saying is not good, but it's not enough. And in order for the soldiers and in order for the Jewish army to be successful, the Jewish people, the ones that have ears, the ones that understand what's really going on behind the scenes, are the ones that have to respond in a spiritual spiritual way, which means we have to amp up our actions. We have to amp up our decisions about what we're doing, how we're acting, what we're saying, who we want to be, where we're going, how that's going to look. We have to do a chash ben nefesh. We have to look at ourselves and we have to do it for the Jewish people. Not just because I made the, I got the Jewish people into this situation. No, I didn't. But I have to get the Jewish people out. And whoever's brave enough, strong enough, cares enough, and their heart bleeds enough are the ones that are going to lift the Jewish people out of the mud. And for the rest of the people that want to have their heart be a stone heart and say, you know what? It's not my problem. It's not my business. There's nothing I can do about it. Okay, those are the ones that are gonna sink. Also, Hashem says you have two choices right now, Jews. Okay, and I'm talking to the ones that I can talk to. You have two choices right now. You either get into that driver's seat, you either get into that life jacket, you either get into that captain's seat, In the position, I know you don't know what you're doing. I know you don't know how. I know you're not sure. I know you're only 20 or 19. I know it's really like big for you. You know, you really don't have the head for it. But you understand that the louder the the knock gets, the more of a dangerous situation we are in. And nobody hears the knock besides for us. Because it's just another news thing. Because ever since the thing that happened in Elad, okay, with the three fathers that were axed, and I'm I'm act I'm saying I'm saying it on purpose, not just saying killed, I'm saying axed. And the other ones that are fighting for their lives in the hospital right now, actively fighting for their lives and not in good situation, and critical situation for the ones that hear me, for the ones that hear the messages of Hashem, but for the ones that hear, see the bloodshed in the streets, for the ones that hear, you are the ones that are being called. You are the ones that have the heart to care, the heart that cares. I care about the people that are lying in the hospital beds. I care. I care. It's not just another... Uh, my prayers are with you. It's not just another thing that's happening in current events. Because Hashem is... Hashem is talking to us, period. And he's talking to us, and you know what? It seems daunting, but he doesn't need us to do anything besides for want to care. Hashem, I want to care. I want to get down and dirty, perhaps, and help Jewish people up. I want to, to make a difference. I want to stop this. I want to turn the ship around. I want to, I, I want to stop this. I care. I don't need it to be my friend that God forbid gets attacked. I don't need it to be me, God forbid, in order to have the message hit home. I don't want it to be. Because Boaz and the other, the ones that were killed in Allah the, the other day, they, we don't know them. But if I don't care enough about them, just like I do when I go to the Holocaust Museum and I can walk out brokenhearted, right now, right now, right now, we're in a 1935, 6, period, right before the Holocaust, where the anti-Semitism was on a rise, and Jews were being beat up in the streets, and acts of Terrorism, we're going, and anti-Semitism, we're being acted against the Jews. One second. So the reason that the reason that this is a heavy topic and that people don't want to hear about it and people have a lot of issues with it, is because it bugs people to now have to do something about it, and it's annoying and nobody wants to hear about it. Nobody wants to hear about it, but Hashem says, when I when I when I set off a tsunami in Asia, it's for you Jewish people. And when there's a tornado or a hurricane in Miami, it's for you, Jewish people. Because that I don't have Nevi'im anymore. I'm talking to you like this. And what I'm saying to you is out of love. Why? Because the Jewish people are the ones that have a loving heart and compassion. And there's a lot of non-Jews that also have compassion in their heart. But the traits of the Jewish people, of the nation of God, what he put into us is that we are the moral compass of the world. That's our position. That's, our, that's, our, that's what we're here for. We're the light in the world. Jerusalem is the light of the world. We are the light unto the nations. We're supposed to be the light. You know what light looks like, feels like, acts like? Light feels and acts like love and kindness, gemachs. About houses around the world. Light feels like giving a homeless man food. Light feels like caring about somebody else's goshmias when it has nothing to do with you. That's what light feels like and looks like. Bless you. And that is, in essence, what the dark in the world, the dark energies, the dark forces, the anti Semitism, the evil in the world wants to do. It wants to put out the light. It's a war on God. This is what's going on today. The fact that the Jewish people are being slaughtered in the streets of Israel is a war on God. It's not a war in Israel. It's not a war in the Jewish people. It's a war on God. And a war on God means everything that God stands for. Kindness, morality, unity, love. And the fact that we're the ones that are, that are taking it is because we are representatives of Hashem in the world. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't really know to what's the line between not doing the right thing and like an actual abera. What is, something things are just like not being not That's safe? if I don't, like a brought on my food and I didn't have doing abera. That's you know, not what abera is. That is a abera. So you just know abera. That's not Abeira. Yes. A
0: Navera is any time I'll tell you, explain to you what a Navera is. A Vera comes from the notion of ma'avir, aval, ma'avir. when you move energy from one side to the next. Meaning the the food that you're about to eat has energy in it. Okay, you're about to get energy from it, spiritual and physical. Okay? When you make a blessing on the food, what you just did is that you took the energy and you put it in a mitzvah. What a mitzvah, the short a mitzvah means, is tzalta, which means connection. You've created a, a connection between yourself and something higher than you, And now you've become higher. Energetically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you've become higher. Okay? You have more leverage on the good, on the good side, on the, on the strong, on the connection side. When a person does an avera, what they do, is let's say they don't make the bracha on the apple, or whatever, the food, what they do is they take the potential, the energy that's in potential, to be good, to, to be used for growth, to be used to connect to higher, to higher power, something beyond them, something more spiritual, to develop their soul. They take that energy and instead of doing it that, they move it, and ma'avirim, mm-hmm. a veira, and the energy from one side to the other side. What's the other side? It's just another pool. It's a pool of energy that is, that is I don't want to even say it's dark, because depending on the avera, like lashon hara, that's dark energy. Because saying bad things about someone and that, like doing that, is taking energy and putting it in, like doing bad with it. It's creating evil in the world. It literally creates dark malachim energies, bodies of energies, and that's how the evil have a, a, the ability to act in the evil ways. They can't move without us, our God forbid, our our bad forces, which is our evil doing in the world when a person you know hurts another person when it, why was it because, uh, well, who was it that was the reason that the best of English was destroyed remember
1: June.
0: exactly what happened with Kanta and Bar um, and, also,
1: you
0: and, and exactly what happened what was the reason that the first best of English was destroyed do you know second best of English sorry what was it Kamsa and Bar Kamsa went at a party. He invited, he didn't invite him. He really wanted to go. He went anyway, even though he didn't get invited. He got the invitation by accident. He wasn't supposed to get the invitation. He went. It was, was the wrong guy.
1: Of the well,
0: house or in it, Israel, where this happened? Could be. I don't know. I it, that would be so cool. I would love to go there.
1: Really and then he
0: goes to this party and he like sits there. And the guy, the, part, the, the guy that meets the party, who was it? Kamsa or Bar Kamsa? One of them. Came, I think that's it, his name is Bar Kamta. He says to Kamsa, he says, what are you doing here? Get up and get out. He says, I got an invitation. Yeah. And he says, well, it, w- it went to the wrong Kamsa, so get out. And he says, listen, I'm going to pay for my meal. Let me just stay. don't embarrass me. And he says, I said, get out of my house. And he says, I'll pay for half this party. They were all, The whole town was there. And, he, and just please don't embarrass me in front of everyone. Don't throw me out in front of everyone. And he says... Get out now. And he tosses him out. I think he says, even I'll pay for the whole thing. And he tosses him out onto the street in front of everybody. And you know what everybody's reaction was? And this was the reason that the, the temple was destroyed. story. Do you know what everyone's reaction was? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who said that? Who said nothing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Everybody just kept on eating their fish. There is,
1: it's, there's ruins of this house underground somewhere
0: in Israel. Wow. We have to get there. Wow. Everybody just stayed quiet. Nobody backed him up. No one said, excuse me? That's how you, f- you treat another Jew? I'm out of here. I'm not sitting with you, people. Nobody stuck up for him. Nobody went outside to get him. Nobody nobody did anything. The man was destroyed in front of everybody, his entire town, all of his friends, everybody that knew him. Nobody stood by his side. Nobody had his back. When we act like that, hmm. That is Hashem's worst. You could bench, you could dive in, you can you can keep all the mitzvot of the Torah. That's how you act, backstabbers. I'm out of here. I'm out. And God left His home, and therefore the Bais was destroyed. I can't be with people like you that don't stick up for each other, that don't have each other's backs. That one person speaks about the other person, and then one says, "You know what? Maybe you shouldn't say that." It's such hara. I'm sure she has a side. Do tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Nah, nah, God says, nah, nah. When there's Shekhinah, there's no din. When there's Shekhinah amongst the Jewish people, they cannot touch us. We are protected. But when, they, when we are fragmented, when we snitch on each other, rat each other out, spread rumors over each other, don't like each other, hate each other, have beef with one another, don't try to make peace, or even just try to just not speak bad gossip, rumors, all these things. That creates holes. And that's how they get in So that's our class for today. I hope you guys are okay with the fact that it was all up in your face. I know you guys don't like this approach.
1: I like it.
0: Yeah, you're smarty. I like how
1: you say it. That's
0: true. Yeah, yeah. But I've heard people try to explain this, and they explain it
1: in a sense that it's like, like, oh, this is happening because like what they
0: were saying like because the even saying it, so
1: they're not going it no i mean okay but no <laughs> no but there's also people who will explain it like this sad thing happened and like it's very sad um that everyone just do your own thing and it's just like a bit of a wake-up Yeah. to hear that like like it's not just like do your own thing it's like actually look and care about the person next to you
0: and it's also like the idea of like the value the people in your life because you don't know you don't know what's even going to happen. Exactly, definitely, definitely, and you know what? Let's 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 do something to concretize it. Um, learn to Allah. Uh, asim day. Do an act of kindness d'ishem said. because we have to amp it up. That's what that's what we have to do. That's the message we're getting. When they come at us physically, we have to respond spiritually. Um, and if you can't, and if you don't know what to do, and if you're not in the head, and if you don't want to, this is what you do. Listen to me, because it doesn't come naturally to me either. I used to be really, really, really like if the smallest thing used to happen to any Jew anywhere, I would be like, like, like beside myself. I've become numb as not as well. And it says that when Moshiach comes, he's going to turn the numb hearts, the lev evin, the hard hearts of the Jewish people, to lev basal vadam, to actual flesh and blood hearts. Okay, we're actually going to feel for one another. We're going to feel each other's pain. Like, you not having Shabbos plants is, like, literally going to keep me up on Thursday night. Like that. Like, for real. Not like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, for real. You know, that's a heart. That's a heart. And those are the people that we love, by the way. Those are the people that we connect to. The people that we want to go to for Shabbos. Those are the people that we feel good around them. Those are the people, the people that I have that see us. That feel us. And that's what we're aiming for. That's what we want to get to. So you say to Hashem, Hashem... Terrorism is happening all around me. The Jewish people are in, in danger. I don't feel anything. My heart is hard. My heart is cold. Hashem, I don't feel anything. I want to feel. I want to make a difference. I want to care. I want to get out there and be on the front lines and make a difference. I want to I stop this. I want to make it a better world. I want to have my life mean, mean something. Make a dent on this planet. I want to have come here and have done something and make you proud and make the Jewish people into a better people because I was here. I want that, Hashem. I don't know how, Hashem but I want it. And if you don't want it enough, say, Hashem, I want to want it. But at least show up. You don't know how to play the game, you don't know what the game is called, just show up to the practice anyway. Because you want to be in the game, because you want to be a part of that chavra. Because you want to be a part of that team, because you don't want to be on the sidelines. Because, you know what? I'm not for bad. but my whole life, ever since I was by the Rebbe, when I was a little girl, I always had this thing, like, like how does one person have like s- such an effect? The one way he had such an effect is because he literally had a leiv basar madame. He didn't have a stone heart. He didn't have even a little bit of stone in his heart. It was all love, real, honest. And that's what happens. When a person has a real heart, Hashem sends blessing into them and they're shlichim of good things in the world and they make huge differences and their olam hava is insane and people are still becoming from and through his teachings, people are still making trees, and people are still building chabad houses and people are still doing insane because of one person that had a heart that it wasn't covered up in some stone. And that's something that we can ask Hashem for. When we ask Hashem, Hashem says, just ask and a... I'll open it for you. But just, you have to ask. Like we learned about Adam. He had to ask in order for the rain to come down, in order for the food to pop up. He had to ask. Just ask. Even if you don't know how, it's not important. Just ask Hashem to put you in a the, in the winning position.
2: Any other questions? Yes. Um, no, I think it's really powerful to that. But my question was, um, um. That, like, I see on Instagram lot of people that
1: are not religious, that's fighting against, I like other people on Instagram, I like show the truth. But do you think that the state of Israel should become the way of religious and like have this spiritual in them, like make this
0: country more spiritual? Like, yeah. The only way we can make this country more spiritual is by loving more and more and more no, uh,
2: like this type of each other. To- the government is
0: I mean, the government is just an extension of where we're at. They're just an extension of where we're at in terms of our hearts. You understand? Yeah, we, refer, we, we project the government. We, they are a projection of where we are in our hearts. And we don't have to do all the work of chiseling our hearts. We just have to ask. Just to ask Hashem, Hashem. I just, I, I, I want to be, I want to care. I don't want people to die and not, and not care.
1: Like, those people have, I think, I think, like, normally religious and they
0: don't talk about, like, the spiritual... No, well, that's what I'm saying. 99% of the world doesn't talk about this stuff. Yeah. And, nobody, and the ones that do talk about it, people don't really want to hear about it because it's I'm heavy. It's like fighting
1: like, how, like, how did this, this happen, but I like they've missing something. Like, like yeah. the whole
0: state of those Of course they're missing something because they're looking at what meets the eye. They're looking at only the picture in front of them. They're not understanding what created this picture, what, what brought about this picture. They don't understand that because they don't have the ears, the eyes, understanding, the knowing, the knowledge of the Torah to, to break the code, to crack the code behind what's going on here in this world. But you do. Ah,
1: Hashem. Bye, guys. I have a question? Yeah, ask a question. It's so nice. <laughs> um, You said the, the father was asked in his kid. Really? I didn't the, know was different. it was a false story. They don't really. It wasn't really I know that wow. they were murdered brutally. They was in front of their children. How did their children
0: survive? People ran away.
1: Huh?
0: They ran away. The kids? Everybody. Everybody. It was like in the middle of a very busy In the middle of the day at five o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. the whole Alad was out. Uh, I was in Alad last week. It's like a little city, and like the whole city is from. And, like, the kids are just, like, three-year-olds or walking, like, two-year-olds and one-year-olds, like, down the street. Like, it's, like, safe, 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 that type. And these, uh, these demons were working there. They were workers.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: they actually killed, they butchered the, the guys, the Israelis, that would give them rides every morning, back and forth, and were friendly with them, and they were friendly with them. Okay. No, because hatred goes very deep. And we also know that hatred is always a response to jealousy. Okay, sinah is always a response to kina. When someone hates you, it's because they're jealous of you, just know mm-hmm. that. The hatred to the Jewish people around the world, the anti-Semitism, is because of the jealousy for the Jewish people. You
1: should never ever be nice to an Arab.
0: Never be nice to an Arab. Yeah, you should probably just avoid it here in Israel. And anywhere else, probably. You don't uh, have to be mean, but that
1: doesn't mean you have to be openly.
0: Avoid avoidance yeah. is great. Tea. All right, all right, ladies.
1: Thank you. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks for watching.